You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Now, but from MyFootballNation.com, every weekend through Talking Lifestyle and streaming online, MyFootballNation.com brings you footy, and Archie Thompson is part of our coverage, and he joins us right now uh, to talk about the nil-nil against Honduras. It's interesting... And we'll take a few of your slaps and sledges on the game. A few AFL people today whinging about the standard of Australia v Honduras's game. Archie, it's, it's tough to put soccer and this World Cup qualifier in context if you don't watch soccer all the time. I know it was nil-nil, but a nil-nil scrap in many ways, Archie, almost suited both teams in the end, even if it was ugly, it sets up a ripper game on Wednesday night where you're going to get a full house at ANZ. You're going to get 90,000 there, and I think most of this country will be watching it. Welcome to you, firstly. Great to have you on the program. Yeah, thanks, mate. Look, uh, they've got to probably stand in line, mate, because to be honest, we thought the quality wasn't great either. <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got to look at the, the conditions, the pitch. Um, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a different atmosphere. It's hostile. Uh, we could have probably left that game two 0 up and come back uh, quietly confident, but I believe we can be we're, we can be very confident because we actually didn't know too much about this Honduras side, and uh, you know what we saw, um, it kind of set a lot of <laughs> a lot of us at ease knowing that I think we've got the quality enough to come back to Australia and Sydney on Wednesday night and, uh, and get a victory and off to a World Cup. Yeah, they looked terrible. We weren't great, as you say. Uh, we could have been a lot better. We should have scored a couple of times, didn't. But at least we kind of ran the show. They were always struggling, and it does augur well for Wednesday. Yeah, look, I actually thought, and we talked about it after the show or during the show on Saturdays, that that was probably one of our better performances <laughs> away from home. Um, like I said, when you look at the p- conditions of the pitch, uh, I think Boza said it was like a pudding, um, and it pretty much was. And, and you, you, to play quality football on the surface like that, it's it's very un- unlikely. But even saying that, we still could have maybe got away um, and, and made the game easier in Sydney. But uh, like I've been saying, and probably everyone's been saying, this qualification hasn't been easy, um, you know, due to the fact that we probably don't take our opportunities. And uh, But this, this game on Wednesday, I think, like I said, with Leckie coming back, Cruz coming back, uh, maybe Timmy Fit, Mark Milligan will be back in the fold. So I just believe that the quality that we have um, will get us over the line because there wasn't too much from the Honduran side that you could actually say, okay, they're going to be a threat on Wednesday night. So we've got a few guys who didn't go to Honduras that are ready to come straight back in. Tim Cale did go to Honduras, didn't play. Do you, you do? Are you confident that he will play? What are you hearing? Well, look. Um, it was actually strange for, that uh, he went over because when you see his last game of Melbourne City and the, the way he twisted his ankle, uh, to do, I think it was two or three different flights, 30-hour all up, um, it was always going to be touch and go for him even to make that first game. But uh, to travel there, and, and you know, that sort of also hampers his recovery 
um, coming back to Sydney. So I, w- I was a bit surprised that he didn't stay here and try to work on it because I know uh, Leckie obviously is suspended, but Cruz was here in Melbourne working. Um, he wasn't sort of risk going over there. But I actually think we could probably do the job on Wednesday night, even if Timmy doesn't get up. Mm. Um, because we've, got, we've actually got to, at some point, go, okay, Timmy, mate, uh, put your body on ice. We've got someone else who could do it. Uh, because uh, we, we always rely on the big seller. But the problem is he, he actually delivers all the time. But there's got to become a point where you go, okay, we need someone else to step up. And uh, this is surely Timmy's last uh, World Cup. Um, so I, I think... Uh, Hopefully some of the guys that are coming through can obviously stamp their authority and maybe start scoring these goals and uh, there wouldn't be so much uh, emphasis on Timmy to to be scoring all our goals. So if he was fit enough to maybe give us a good 15 to 20 minutes, even if uh, he's only 88%, would you start him and try and score early and get get the goal that we need to obviously get because uh, if they score, we're in a lot of trouble? Or do you leave him on the bench and hope we score early and we don't necessarily need him, but if we do desperately need him, we bring him on when the the pace is off the game late? Well, um, look, uh, we we played the Syrian team, which was actually probably 10 times better than the Honduras team. And uh, Timmy came on and played that second game 120 minutes and uh, Timmy hadn't played a game, I think, in about eight, nine months, like a full match. so I, don't, I think he, there's no problem with that because he's a true, he's a true professional. I mean, if, if needed, if he want, needs to start, he'll start. Um, but, you know, he's the type of player will go, OK, I'm not feeling 100%. Uh, maybe someone else needs to, to do the job because, you know, I obviously want to work for the team and do whatever for the team. But this, you know, ideal, I mean, at the end of the day, this could be his last world uh, qualification if we don't uh, if we don't get through this. But, uh, like I said, that's very unlikely when you look at the quality and, you, and you've got even expert AFL soccer players <laughs> giving their uh, giving their opinion about the game and uh, so obviously they can see that the, the quality is not there but um, you still got to do a job but I believe the players we have even if it, Timmy doesn't start comes off um, you know I, like I said believe the players, the players we've got will do a job It does look like it's going to be Ange's last game as coach of Australia regardless of whether we make the World Cup or not um, Well well, he hasn't really said anything, and uh, uh, but you know all sources say that he's, this is going to be his last game, and then someone else will take uh, over the job going into the World Cup. Um, a lot of focus has obviously been on him over the last uh, after mm-hmm. the Syrian game. Um, probably not the ideal timing, but if it takes the focus away from the team. Uh, so they can prepare properly, then yeah, that's fine. But look, uh, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of critics out there about Ange. All you want to do is qualify. What he decides to do after this qualification game is up to him, and I hope to him the success. But like I said it's purely focused on uh, our soccer is going to the World Cup. But for our game to be successful, um, unfortunately, our soccerers need to be at every single World Cup, and uh, uh, I think that's where his focus will be on uh, Wednesday night. Before we let you go, Archie, a quick word on well. Kevin Muscat's under a bit of pressure as well, a Melbourne victory, <laughs> uh, not living up to their name of victory. Yeah, it's a little bit sad at the moment. I mean, look, I, uh, uh, they're, they're playing good football. I mean, I have to actually say that probably on Saturday night was probably one of the worst performances I've seen them play. Um, but uh, I actually believe that they're playing good enough football. It's just about putting the balls in the back of the net. Mm. And, uh, we've got Best back. You can see his quality. He, had, he actually didn't touch a ball the whole game, and then bang, he comes up 84th minute scores a goal. So uh, now that I think that Leroy's doing well, uh, they're starting to starting to hit the back. It's just about hitting the back of the net because I think the football's great. And uh, Melbourne City going okay, though? Um, 
Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Look, <laughs> 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 no, no, I mean, they, they obviously started well. Um, they actually had a draw on the weekend and, and a, a loss previous to that. And that's how you kind of know a quality team. It's not when they're winning. It's how they perform when they're on a little rut. And uh, they seem to be doing well. And I think back, they've got just huge depth, the quality in the team. So I reckon they'll really push this, this, uh, this final series even. Great to have you, Archie. We better let you go. Uh, look forward to more of your commentary on My Football Nation. Thanks for your time. Okay, cheers, mate. Thank you. The one and only Archie Thompson joining us. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.